yes, y'all. It's the best, y'all. We the best, y'all. Uh, yes, yes, y'all. You know we On the West, y'all. West Coast, y'all. We don't uh, rap, y'all. It's equal on the mic. Y'all. And it's Friday night, and we feeling all right. Yeah. The day before Halloween Eve. Yeah. And we in the studio like it's a breeze. Devil's Night, yep, in the D. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Anyway, we're trying to rock a little rhyme here tonight. It's a very special live episode of Speak On It. Yeah. Say it, own it, believe it. Here in the studios of LA Talk Live, we're rocking some old school. Um, in case you haven't figured it out yet, we're waiting for a call uh, from a great rapper uh, of all times, MC. one of the best MCs in the world, is going to join us live here on the mic via Skype in the studios of LA Talk Live. I'm here with my main man, Equal the Wolf. You know his pedigree when it comes to the hip hop game. Because you might know him from such shows as uh, The Wolf's Den. First Fridays of every month here on LA Talk Live, the world leader in internet broadcast. First Friday brings you live performances live from the studios of LA Talk Live. And you know he's had some great ones here, man. From the mighty, mighty Medusa to uh, Timothy, Bloom. Timothy Bloom. We Joe saw him Smith, today. Joe, Joe Smith, Joe Beast. Man, and uh, of course, uh, X Man. Yeah, and, and and of course, you yourself as an, a hip hop artist. Exactly. Uh, e Quarter Wolf performs live uh, yes. regularly on his show, so you want to stay tuned for that each and every first Friday here on the World Leader and in that broadcast, LA Talk Live. You know what it is. You, you know we get down. You know how we do it. Yeah. So we're here hanging out tonight. We're doing a very special live episode. We're on time. We're waiting for a phone call to pop through. You know, you might get the. Uh, sense of what we're about to do next and uh, if you don't know yet we're gonna put it out in a little while on your Facebook on your Twitter you know you can listen to us everywhere you no longer have an excuse not to tune in on your cell phones on your iPhones on your smartphones on your tablets and all your little smart devices yeah you could pick us up so really it, there's no excuse not to tune into the station man because we are really rocking the reality radio at its finest here there are others out there but I challenge you to I scour the web I to find you. someone who does it better. And in the meantime, we're going to rock some more old school hip hop. You might get a little bit of sense of what we're about to do next. Uh, if it all works out, it's going to be a beautiful thing because we're going to capture something that's going to be truly historic. So stay tuned. You're listening to Speak on It tonight with Equal to Wolf. Ooh. And your man's Richard Carr Richard behind Carr, the cockpit Richard over Light, there. Baby, live well. We'll be back. Stay in the tuned. Booth, Enjoy the music in the meantime. Yeah. What a perfect introduction, in fact. Beautiful intro. <laughs> wow, how the universe works out, my brother. Are you there? Can you hear us? Yeah, I hear you. Very good. Uh, you, 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 well, 
I'm driving. I can put it in a headset and make it easier on you. No, you sounding good right now, my brother. Stay tuned right there. Where you at? Hold on. Let me bring the sounds down, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies get ready for a very special episode. Now, I know a lot of this stuff happens to you, um, brothers, uh, at the last minute. You got people working in the field. You got folks working in the, uh, in the big house. You got folks working in the White House to get exposure for the new work that you're putting out. But the fact of the matter is, I know this is a last-minute thing, and I wanted to, first of all, uh, welcome you to the show and introduce myself. I'm Richard Carr. I'm joined by my co-host tonight, E. Quarter Wolf, and we want to welcome you very humbly, Chuck D., to our humble airwaves here no at doubt. L.A. Talk Live. It's a blessing and an honor to have you yeah. on here, Mr. Chuck D., brother. Blessing to have you. No, I, I feel good talking to y'all. So, uh, You're going to feel even better, man, once this interview uh, progresses on. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, once again, we've got the, the one and only world-renowned Chuck D. on our humble on the phone with us from our humble studios of LA Talk Live right outside of LAX Airport. Loving this Chuck, um, I can't thank you enough. I think it's appropriate to start this conversation uh, at least explaining to you how this all came about. I was okay. um, watching the um, a, a documentary on Hulu about the public enemy induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2015 at the House of Blues in L.A. Uh-huh. Of course, being most fascinated by the cast of stars who came to support you and also the support you showed to many other legends and pioneers in hip-hop prior to your live performance, um, I was just completely blown away and taken back to the 80s in my time in Philadelphia, which is where I'm from. Ecor himself from Detroit, he will speak to his experience. Uh -oh. Yeah, uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't Philly get, and Detroit. Don't get scared, homie. Hot, hot spot. Yeah, we got Philly, are. Detroit, and New York in the hot building. Hot spots, they really are. And uh, right. after watching that documentary on Hulu, I said, wow, man, public enemy, man. The things that you made me feel now, I'm neither musician or singer, but I do consider myself a amateur musicologist, and I understand and recognize good music. And even when um, the enemy public hit me um, in that age of my life, I found myself falling in love with the music. I'll go back to that at a later point in this interview, depending on how much time you have. But that said, to watch the performance at the House of Blues for the Rock and Roll induction in 2015 made me reach out to y'all through the internet, and God bless it. And we're gonna talk about that internet thing if you give me a little bit, give me a little time, right? And I never thought in the years, six years in fact, we've been doing this at LA Talk Live, that some of the great performers, entertainers, and rap artists like yourself, I would have a chance to talk to and meet. But of all of them, when it comes to hip hop and music, in fact, you were one brother that I really, really wanted to talk to. Believe it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate. It. I'm pretty easy. Yeah. All, all right. It's, it's about disconnecting the dots. My email is out there, chuckyapublicenemy.com, and uh, we stepped into the intranet. Way back in the day when we realized we wanted to be free artists. How far back, Chuck? 
are under some court plantation. How um, far back? Far back, um, we established one of the very first um, uh, websites for for a group, a black group, and a hip hop group, and that was publicenemy.com in 1998. And um, on our 1994 album, Music and Our Message, Harry Allen uh, predicted. I had the to whole, ask him uh, <laughs> the whole existence of the of the. Um, of the, the transfer of music from a- analog to digital. So it was predicted. It's right there on the album, so it's documented. I mean, long story short, but, you know, we always knew from day one that we wasn't going to be that group of artists, DJs, vocalists, musicians that was going to wait for somebody to, to put us on a pedestal. So we made our own platform. So the 90s were no different. The millennium has been no different. In 87, when the minute we were able to get our passports, we were out of the, the plantation state of the United States. <laughs> out of there. Now, uh, Chuck, I got to let you know, unlike um, 50 Cent, I got more than 21 questions. I won't uh, take too much of your time. I don't no, know no, how I'm, much you I'm have. Okay, cool. Very nice. How long you want to take? The only thing that can stop us is, uh, is the road itself. And uh, and also my phone actually goes out because I'm driving between mountains. You can't imagine how real that is. What you just said. I want to come back to your radio station. I know what you're doing out there. I've done my research. I'm a little ahead of myself in my uh, discussion with you. How are you? And how is your family? One of the first questions Good. I wanted to ask. Good. Everybody is uh, great, and I'm blessed. You know. Mm-hmm. And I wish for nothing else on the planet other than maintaining a That's right. health and mind, body, and spirit. So uh, once, you, once you've once you got that, you're blessed with that, then everything else is... It's gravy. So, <laughs> yeah, gravy. Gravy. All right, so listen. I mean, I don't, I don't bug out like, okay, you get letters from the government, right? Uh, I don't bug out over that. Uh, you know, I got a letter from what, the government. What industries do and all that other stuff, all those things are just a matter of processing that's all hey chuck i know you got a radio station there's lots to talk about about that but we're going to talk about that offline but right now we're going straight through uh com- no commercial interruptions as much as your time i can take with you we're going to do this because you may not know this but you're live on the internet not just not just through the audio but through the video we'll talk about that offline as um the next wave of uh, internet media moguls but in the meantime you got a new project that's coming out and I wanted to get to that right up front let's talk about that new project now I think it's a new release that you have called man plans and God laughs hmm. yeah it's been and released for, uh, a for a couple title. months now and it's on our own distribution uh, digital distribution we aggregate artists and uh, labels we try to encourage artists to have their own label. So Public Enemy has not only has its own label, but it has, has its own delivery platform, not only in, in all forms of music, but also our own radio stations. And, and what we try to do, we try to do the rap music and hip hop and curate it, like ESPN does sports, or at least all those metal rock guys, you know, they got their infrastructure together. But we try to de-ghetto, and I mean de-ghetto <laughs> in, in, in its worst way. <laughs> we try to de-ghetto the infrastructure. Speak so we on it. Say regardless, we gotta we gotta have a, a structure where the where the musicians and the music are rewarded for what they do, and also the people at the end of the day are rewarded for being fans. And then at the same time, you don't want to just have fans 
thinking that the only thing that he can do is be a consumer. You want them to be participants. You, you want to pay You want to pay homage to those that that made it possible for you. So mm-hmm. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame night in 2013, it was two nights that we had. One was the night before, but we was having to pay tribute as we would be a paid tribute to. Hmm. And Akumo D, a great friend of mine, the Treacherous Three. Oh, that was on another Bad. night. That was on another night. Yeah, that was the night before. Oh, wow. So, oh. JJ Bad, Kumo D, Houdini, those are our heroes. So they all came, DMC, those are our heroes. So they came out, we had a, a, a great big celebration. You know, our, our local homeboy, uh, Eddie Murphy, Charlie Murphy, Russell Simmons, they, they all came out that night. So we all celebrated. Uh, Public Enemy going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, the fourth rap situation ever. And then the next night, our hero, uh, Harry Belafonte, and also our great friend Spike Lee, inducted us into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, nice. ceremony. So that was the two nights that we had in L.A. But um, we, it's not about the me, it's about the we. We just turned the, the you know, the M upside down into a W, so me the we. Exactly. So Man Playing God Last is an album that came out this year. And um, it's, it's it's really a great piece of fire. Any any time, time people, you know, like, oh, well, what have they done now? But if you really look at publicenemy.com and anything that we do, you find out we've we never stopped for 28 years in a row. And just last weekend, uh, we did Jimmy Kimmel, and then the next night, NBC shows the. Uh, us in 91 when they did their Saturday Night Live and they had Michael Jordan and Spike Lee and the night that Miles Davis passed away. So hmm. we're always omnipresent. It's no guesswork that you brothers are working hard. Even watching that and not realizing that was a two-night affair, you know, I'm just a little guy in radio. I'm a little bit out of the loop when it comes to what's happening with you young peoples out there. Uh, realizing yeah, now that that was a... <laughs> you know he hip hop. It was a real talk, Chuck. We, we're about the same age. But, but, but realizing that was a two-night event, just to see the respect and love that you shared with all of those individuals. And for you, hey, Chuck, I, I, I want to talk about this. It, 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 there's so many things I want to ask you. Because I never would have imagined you and me would be talking by phone. It feels like I'm calling you uh, from the pen <laughs> and saying, yo, Chuck, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> the S1Ws is ready. They're ready. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, but that said, for you to recognize cats like Houdini and 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 Karis one and, of course, DMC. Africa Bambada, you know, DMC, uh, all of those cats as heroes for you to use those words. I know that's, that's let, let, let's recognize uh, how much that takes from you in humility uh, for you to be humble uh, to even acknowledge heroes because you know you got to understand that the world acknowledges you as a hero as well. Mm-hmm. And I know you live in that. Tell me, tell me how you separate that dichotomy. How, how do you live in those two worlds? Because there's Chuck at home. I don't know that Chuck. Um, there's yeah, that Chuck. That, that Chuck better set out the garbage on Tuesday. <laughs> exactly. Got to put the broccoli up. Got to put the put the broccoli up, Chuck. Or drag, drag, drag the rug out of right. you know, hey, my hey, wife's or, car. Or may I say, exactly. Carlton? Yeah, that's good. So, I mean, all that. Got no wings on your feet, and you know, and you didn't put yourself here. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, really seriously, I mean, whether it's athletes or entertainers, which have been kind of like allowed and revered these last hundred years, you got to. 
you know anything about history, if I was able to put a couple of verses together in 1716 in Virginia, <laughs> I, or Michael Jordan was able to jump high, but he was born in, in 1816 in the state of North Carolina, we just have been some performing slaves. <laughs> so I did, but, but you got to keep that in mind. You can't be brushing your mm, uh, brushing your achievements. Speak on it, brother. Um, and the modern times, like you know, you was the greatest thing to the world since sliced bread. You got to put everything in perspective and try to figure out. You know, well, this comes through me. So how can I make what comes through me benefit the world around me? And at the end of the day, finally get around to see if it can be helpful to myself. I mean, I'm, I'm not talking no, no spooky here and there stuff. I'm just right. saying that really, you know, um, we are unseen, then we're seen and heard, and then we're unseen and unheard. So Speak on it, brother. When, you, when you're here, mm. you know, make sure that um, that you took care of something that is enough to, to take care of those, you know, when you're gone. And I don't mean money. I just mean that a deed can change a million people. Right. You know, Say that again, Chuck, needs please. To probably just change your family. Say that again, please. Say, Say that again, Chuck. Again. A what? <laughs> a deed could change millions of people. Believe it. Good or bad, but you know, a property deed probably just could enhance yourself <laughs> or your family. You know what I'm saying? So right. you got to know the difference between deeds. Deeds, believe it. You know, you know and you said- character. You know, you got to have some kind of character. You know, because you know, having character, you can enhance the lives of millions of people. But being a character, you could probably best to just enhance yourself. So you know, you said something. Gotta make these things work. You said something. This is this is Ecore speaking to you now from out of Detroit. At the same time, hey, what's up, E? What up, though? What what part? What part of Detroit? I'm from off the west side of Detroit. Hey, hey, Chuck, don't ask, man. You know better. Uh, <laughs> we worldwide. No, I'm, I'm only kidding, Jack. I'm only kidding. No, for real, though. No. set up shop, so I got big family on the east side. No, I'm on. I'm on the west side. Off uh, Seven Mile and stuff like that. I'm on. I'm on the west side. I'm on the west side off of Joy Road and Liver Noise. Okay, very sure. Yeah. For sure, my cousins live over there, all through Detroit. Zip code four eight two zero four. Tell them to Google it. They're gonna find out what's up with it. <laughs> But uh, yeah. you made you made me think about something earlier when you spoke about uh, you know we're spitting lyrics and stuff you know because I'm an MC as well and uh, I come okay. up with I come up with Eminem and you know all the D12 and just proof all that whole camp I came up with those guys and I used to have those guys on my show like Eminem was the the only white boy to ever rock my show on Seven Mile in Detroit on uh, at the show yeah. so that, that if you see the movie Eight Mile that depiction of mm-hmm. that, that depiction of that whole scenario that was our club every Tuesday night in Detroit you know. And uh, right, right. but you made me think about something when you spoke about us uh, spitting lyrics back in the eighteen hundreds or or you know I mean early early life, and uh, and Michael Jordan and stuff. Do you know actually we did exist back then? They just probably didn't know what it was. There was at least one person back there who knew how to rhyme or put some kind of words together, whether it was like a short verse or a small poem or whatever. They 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 was they they was before their time. Just like there was guys that could jump out the gym way back then. They just didn't have the you know the whole basketball sense of things, you know? So Jordan right, existed. I know they would say the highest the highest jumping black person go up there and get that big Bale hey. Exactly. You got Go, exactly. Talent, bring that fiddle by the tree. Bring so the fiddle by the tree. Exactly. Plantation owner's daughter's birthday. Exactly. So <laughs> we we existed. You know what I'm saying? The lyrics was out there. You know, and, and, and uh, the George, they always there. You know, they just didn't get that uh, notoriety at the time. You know, so it just makes right. you think. It just makes you just made me think a little bit deeper in the past. You know, about uh, that we've we've existed. It's just that the times wasn't right. You know, for the Jordan to exist then to be seen that way. 
but he was there. Uh, so Chuck, time is God. Chuck, Ch time is God. Believe that's it. a fact. Chuck, check this out. So, uh, man plan, God laughs. Obviously drawn from the Quranic verse. Man plans, God plans, but Allah is the best of planners. Yes. Um, well, I got the title from. I got the title when I did the voiceover for Doctor Doctor J's um, documentary on NBA TV. I did the voiceover. Oh wow! Right. And um, Doctor J uh, is also from my hometown of Roosevelt, Long Island. Mm -hmm. um, and you know I'm from Philly, man. So don't say nothing wrong yeah, about the J now. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> don't say nothing up, wrong about the doctor now. Doctor J, you know, play high school. It's crazy. So, uh, so, you know, when Dr. J, uh, he was going to UMass, uh, he was talking about part of the film where he had these plans, him and his brother, his younger brother, and then his brother passed away, a lupus. Mm. And he was saying in the documentary, he said, we had all these plans, but I guess man plans, God laughs. So the first time I ever heard that saying, wow. I wrote an album about it. I wrote Is that an album right? that, you know, rapped about it. So, test you, yeah, test um, well, in case you didn't know, it has a life of its own. So, in case you didn't know, the Quran um, has a verse exactly like that, and you know, not that the world is a Quranical Muslim, but you know, I've read the Quran and know that it says, "Man plans, but Allah plans." But but Allah is the best planners. Mm -hmm. So uh, yep. that's one of the interesting things about some of the stuff that I read in the, some of the things I read in the Quran pardon me, um, that made me realize that there is a central thread throughout all truths in life. I've got a couple of more question, questions. Yes, sir. Um, Terminator X, yelling with his hands, mm -hmm. almighty ruler written to jam. Where is he now? Terminator X has been retired. Well, he's sort of like, like semi-retirement now in North Carolina. He retired from public enemy in 1999. Great guy. Um, now he actually, you know, does a radio show on rapstation.com, which is our radio network, um, 11 stations deep, and Terminator X, you know, uh, the plan in 2016 is doing some things together. DJ Lord came in the world turntable. It's a, another fantastic guy. Um, so he's been public enemy's DJ since 1998. The public enemy chapter that had two, really has three different lifetimes. So when you talk about the DJs, think of quarterbacks. You know, um, Terminator X is a traditional quarterback. Quarterback by committee, you mean? Because <laughs> I knew you were a sports well, yeah, fan. Well, <laughs> yeah, you know, step in the pocket and throw. There it is. DJ Lord's more like a slasher. So it's like almost like uh, Roethlisberger and then Michael Vick, you know? Right. All right. So, so uh, uh, let me jump in real quick because uh, when I um, even thought that we could possibly have you on the mic with us today, I went and and watched the documentary again, and part of the thing that I did in reaching out to Public Enemy through your uh, PR group was to ask right. about DJ Lord, because once I watched in watching the documentary and watching that boy on them ones and twos, when you're talking about yelling with your hands, that boy is amazing. I'm like, who? Lord have mercy is that young brother who has learned to yeah. master the ones and twos like he has done. Let's talk a little bit about DJ Lord. Give him a plug. Yeah, no doubt. Well, one of the one of the best. Uh, we released a, no a record doubt. on a label called DJ Lord uh, and Two MP. Uh, Keep the Rat is the name of the album, and he's um, been public enemy DJ sixteen years. So it's not overnight. Yeah, no it's sixteen doubt. years. So uh, he, he stepped in the big shoes of Terminator, who did the first ten. And um, 
I'm really blessed to have them as um, DJ. You know, Terminator is more in the JMJ mode, and uh, DJ Lord is more in the DJ Scratch mode. Mm, you know okay. what I'm saying? So, very formidable. Jamie's I know people Jamie. got a romantic notion because they, they think sometimes, you know, everybody on a 28-year group going on 30 years, everybody has their area. Oh, I was 14, and it was this set lineup. But right. you got to look at public enemy like you look at a sports team. Or like the Temptations. Um, <laughs> right. Well, well, like a sports team. It's like, that you know, I, I grew up with, with um, a certain edition of the Mets. Now, the Mets in the World Series now, but there's a whole different lineup, but they still the Mets. Well, public enemy is the same. Well, it starts from Keith, uh, it starts, it starts from, um, favoring myself with like Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. Then everything else is, I wouldn't say changeable, but, you know, everybody else, you're never ever an ex public enemy member. It's like right. one big family. Which right. Is sort of like my always, my issue is like, how do I, how do I keep, <laughs> mm. I like Explaining how I that, keep huh? everybody uh, happy, and uh, and I've done it for thirty years. I mean, as far as I mean, everybody got thirty people in different ranks and different areas. Yeah, everybody's gonna have something to say, but the key is just to try to minimize that, and you got to reduce yourself as a leader. So yeah. I reduce myself as a leader within the ranks, but I maximize myself to the world. So I mean, look, you look around, right? How many how many groups period do you see? How many rap groups do you see that's mm-hmm. that's been doing it thirty years? And uh with the core element. True. And how many uh, you know, how many groups period? I mean mm-hmm. uh today I was watching Unsung earlier today and uh had it taped um well not taped, I had it uh saved. D V R they call that tough. Why, <laughs> you yeah, had a DVR. Right. I was, I was watching uh Lakeside story. And, you know, Lakeside's one of my favorite, you know, bands. You know, and every time they, they, they show a, a bigger group on Lakeside, you know, they, they, they show they show the peak and then they show the valley and the difficulty. So I learned from I learned from all those groups and talk to people like a George Clinton and mm-hmm. that's how you learn and, and you try to find um members different roles you try to enhance their lives we live in eight different parts of the united states so public enemy's getting ready to go on his 104th tour it's 104th tour 104th tours and 103 countries under our belt so you've been all around so you you've you've literally been all around god's world (laughs) all just about Oh, for sure. That's you know, a beautiful I mean, that's thing, man. The danger, the danger is what the United States is trying to pull when they take your passport. Right, right. They don't want it. They don't want. You they see don't what's want out to there. The, world. the biggest, the biggest violation I think with these governments is trying to make you ask these governments to have permission to, to visit the planet Earth like you some alien. Right, because God and made so, this. This uh, is our set. This is our home. The Earth is our home. I may be from Detroit. I had no choice of being born from there. But once I got of age right. enough to know that this world is ours to for for. The viewing and, and the exploration. I mean, come on, man. I'm an Earthism. This People is say, a- are you citizen? I'm a citizen of no one country. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, regi- I'm registered. But, I, I, you know, I I try to I try to be a, a realist at the same time. Believe say, Look, man, the, the planet Earth is here. Mm-hmm. While you're here, it behooves you to try to do your best of your damnedest. Yeah. To be able to visit the planet Earth in some way, in some 